Welcome to another episode of the Alecast. Of course, you know who I am, your host, Phantom Alecar, bringing you the latest and greatest in gaming news, anime, movies, TV shows, and sometimes music. We are on now episode 14. I want to sit here and take a moment before I get into anything else to let y'all know that amidst the ever-developing GTA story, I'm not going to be covering that as much. I can bring to you a little bit of it from time to time because it, it just keeps keeps on developing and it keeps it keeps growing into something. So, but that being said, I'm I'm just not going to speak on it too much. It's not something that I'm interested in. I haven't been interested in a GTA since GTA 4 and I played I played 5, but 5 just didn't do it for me. And and I know that's going to be a really really I don't know if that's really a hot take or not, but that's just my personal opinion on it. It just wasn't for me, uh, so I just I'm just gonna stay away from the the GTA stories as far as that goes. Just know that that story continues to develop on a day to day basis, just like I said it would. It's it's it'll get more interesting for everybody that's interested in it. So just keep your eyes out for that. I will bring out a couple of articles from time to time, but I just will not bring out any of my opinions on it. But with that being said. Remember next month, starting next month, every other week, I will be posting extra content from the Alicast on my Patreon. So just for a dollar a day, if you want to support, you can get all of that content plus older episodes of the Alicast that I have never aired here on my Patreon. So just consider, consider, consider subscribing, consider the support. To my YouTubers, if you like the content, make sure you hit that like and subscribe as usual. I have links below to where you can find me, where else you can find me. I'm on Twitch. I haven't been on Twitch for probably, geez, I don't even know how long it's been since I've been on Twitch. I think it's been like a month or so. So you can find me there at times. I won't be streaming as much just because I'm more focused on creating content and I have other things going on outside of outside of content creation so with that being said just make sure you subscribe there if you want merch like this like this beanie for instance this alicast beanie you can hit up the the link for the for my for my merch store as well as if you want to follow where else am i if you want to follow me on twitter to get your get your shit off and get your opinions off you can follow me there you can talk about any of the topics and the subjects that I've brought up in any of the Alicast episodes. So episode 14 is going to get real. It's going to get real and real fast. And the reason why that is, is because PlayStation really knows how to stir the pot. They've been really stirring the pot. I don't know if they're doing it on purpose either, or if they're, if, if this is like, if this is like calculated moves, I'm not sure if, if, that's the case or not but man when they come out with something they really hit hard with the with the topics so this article coming from tweak town expresses or talks about playstation igniting controversy by prioritory prioritizing a select few to uh, prioritizing to support a select few if you don't know what's been going on within the last week playstation basically announces that if you're on level four, you are going to get more of, you're going to be prioritized in customer support, PlayStation customer support, which I've heard across the board. I've heard across the board that it's, it's a swing or a miss. A lot of people have said that they don't really get that much support when they call into customer service anyway. So 
when you when you announce that as incentive to to sign up for PlayStation Stars, I mean, you have incentives enough, right? You have free games, uh, extra extra things that they offer as well in their loyalty program. However, if you're not on, basically, what this is saying is, if you're not on for a certain amount of time, you're not gonna you're not gonna be able to get the the the, the support. And it just really seems really, really ass backwards when you think about it, because people are are already complaining that they don't don't get uh, customer support from from Sony as is. Like your refund your refund uh, policy is way dated. They can't get a hold of anybody that actually will help them with any of the problems going on with any anything related to Sony. Even though Sony has Sony has a fairly good product on their hands, it's just really hard if you if if you have if you have something that's malfunctioned within the within your playstation it's gonna be it's it apparently is going to be a job now me personally being a playstation 4 owner i haven't had knock on wood i haven't had that problem but i'm not without understanding it the fact that those that do have that problem it's really it, it, it's it really sucks because you paid so much money just to get this uh, get the hardware that you wanted to be on the platform that you wanted to play on with all of the exclusives and everything. And it's just, you're not able to get the help already. So let's go ahead and start reading this article by again, tweak town. Sony has kicked off controversy by using new PlayStation rewards, loyalty program to prioritize access to its PlayStation support help section. Sony's new play. Sony's new PlayStation stars loyalty program has a lot of perks. This, uh, the idea is simple. Play games, earn points, and trade them in for free games, PSN cash, or little digital collectibles. PS Stars also has a ranking system. The more games you buy, trophies you unlock, and challenges you complete, the higher your rank, uh, the higher your, you rank up. There's four ranks, and the highest rank, the highest tier, has the best rewards. This rewards program has one hidden perk. Priority on PlayStation support. In Japan, users with higher PS uh, PS Stars rank will be able to skip the general line and have more direct access to PlayStation support. Um, earlier this year, Sony made it even harder to contact PlayStation support by stopping all Twitter sp- Twitter responses and direct message responses on the Ask PlayStation Twitter account. Which, as you can see here, like this is really this is really difficult because there seems to be there seems to be like a, a mix up here, like. Not, not like a, a, a mix of it's more like there seems to be a little bit of confusion here either you're listening to your playstation your playstation supporters your playstation fans or you're not and with them shutting down their twitter responses and direct messages it makes it harder for them to get to get to customer support as is calling the number obviously doesn't help you can't get you can't get refunds because they don't have a cashback they don't have a refund system that actually allows for people to get refunds on anything on any of their digital purchases. It doesn't have the things that's necessary for PlayStation to actually function and actually seem like they're being supportive of the fans that they are they they so claim to bring the experiences to. On top of that, to add insult to injury, what you're doing you've already you've already put you've already put Japan on the back burner. Your homeland in the back burner just to reach out to other to other countries that you already have a foothold in so for for you to do this in japan in japan of all places where if people 
continue if people play your play your system which i believe is still hard to get people's hands but it's hard for a lot of people to get their hands on then it doesn't make sense for you to 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 do this but do this with them because they're already having a hard time with you right so with that being said i i think really this is not really going anywhere because let's say this Let's say you have every, let's say every one of your fans, every one of the people in your fan base now has a PlayStation 5 in their home, in, in, in their home right now. Hell, they have PlayStation 4s in their home right now. So I'm pretty sure that this transfers to, to PlayStation 4 as well. I could very well be wrong about that. Again, hit me up on Twitter if you, if, if this isn't the case, but if that's the case, let's say everybody plays tier four. And those, they, they play till they get to tier four and everybody has tier four. Well, then you have another problem because then we're right, we're, we're right back to square one because that means everybody takes priority and that means you have to prioritize everybody else. And that means they're, you are being forced then to take care of the problems of, of, of whatever problems that your fans are complaining about at all times. Now, on the other hand, let's say there's not two, let's say that everybody has a PlayStation 4 or a PlayStation 5 in their home. And only a only a select few get that. Well, if the person that doesn't play as much doesn't take priority, if, if they're able to get skipped by somebody that's constantly on their PlayStation because they don't really have anything better better to do, or maybe they just have more time on their hands, then that's not fair to them because those same people that may not be playing playing on the PlayStation and getting all the trophies as, as many trophies as anybody in the tier four, it just seems like that's not fair to them because then you're excluding half of your fan base already it just because just because they don't play as much as another player doesn't make them necessary doesn't mean they're not they're not fans of your of your uh of, of your equipment so it just seems a little it, it looks funny it looks nasty at the end of the day it just seems like when playstation gets a leg they seem to get a leg up like right now they have god of war coming out within the next couple of months they got a leg up right now when it comes to when it comes to the 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 exclusives that people are looking for, right? But there's always a payoff to it. It always seems like when they do something good, there's always something bad that follows right behind it. And it's just like, man, you all really need to get your shit together. You need to start paying attention. You need to pay pay more attention to your fans. You need to pay attention to what everybody else that you're trying to attract into your platform looks at you need to be looking at what they're what they're paying attention to what's popular everything like that and you need to actually innovate innovate that and, and innovate captivate and capitalize off of off of all of that and they're just terrible at doing that i don't know if this is jim ryan's decision i don't know if this is like some other some other head's decision and they brought it to jim ryan and jim ryan's just running with it just running with it i don't know but whatever it is it just doesn't look good this is supposed to drop here in North America, October 5th. I'm really hoping that before then, because that's, that is genuinely this week. So I really hope before then that they fix this, that they retract their statements, that they, they figure out a way to make it so that everybody, everybody is a priority. I hope they open up their, their, their Twitter page again. I, I and, and, and let me play devil's advocate for a second, because I can understand why it was that they didn't do, why they didn't keep that that open i could see like the negative the negative comments maybe 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 it wasn't it wasn't the, the criticism wasn't 
wasn't constructive. Maybe there were too many death threats. Maybe there was doxing involved. There could be a lot of things, a lot of reasons why they took that off, right? But that 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 part on that would be on us as the consumer, right? Like we need to get our we need to get it together to where we understand again that these are these are human beings behind behind this platform at the end of the day, right? But at the same time, you should have mods. There, there should be somebody to moderate everything that's going on within your within your uh within your advertising within your PR team with it with with within all of your pages within with everything. So really, there's really no reason for you to to take it to truly take off something that helps customers to reach your platform and tell you everything that they're looking for when they buy into your platform. And I, I just think that really, just Sony has just turn such a deaf ear to to everybody that plays for them even the fans even the fans they've turned a deaf ear to they're not worried about that's why i say these companies are really 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 not worried about what it is that you are looking for they are not worried about whether or not they are ethical or not they are out for one thing that is to make money and to make money they know that they have to in, to an extent provide a certain amount of certain amount of an experience to us as the consumer, but that doesn't mean that they're going to constantly reach out and do everything that we say, right? So we have to be on our side. We have to be diligent enough to know that if they're not going to listen, then fine, I'll go elsewhere until you understand what's actually happening. It doesn't mean that I want to see PlayStation die. I hope that I really hope that PlayStation gets it together. I really hope that by next year that they have it they have it solidified. They have everything that they're planning solidified because every time that they do something foolish like this, they set themselves back just a little bit more. And the longer it takes for them to produce all of the all of the content that they have coming out, it's really setting them back even further because then that gives either Nintendo or Xbox a chance to actually get the leg up on them. And as of right now, Xbox has actually been. Uh, as of this generation, they've been pretty. They've been pretty ahead as far as getting getting consoles out. But consoles never really made the made the money, right? It's always the games. It's the games that make the money, and that's where PlayStation excels over Xbox. Is when they come out with these when they come out with the with the exclusives that captivates that captivates their audience. So they're just really they're just really struggling to to do a lot of things. And I don't think the fan, especially the fanboys, I, I really don't think the fanboys are really paying attention to that. So it's just one thing. It's it, this is just another thing to add on to their list of list of dumbass actions that they're taking to make their to make their platform more what is the word that I'm looking for that to making more appealing to others that they're trying to, to those that they're, tr they're trying to appeal to a different audience. And it's not, and in their attempt to make it more appealing, they're making it look less, less customer consumer friendly. So at the end of the day, I hope they get their shit together. I really, really, really hope that, that, you know, they, they stop reaching with these state of plays that they actually have something ready uh, that's not going to be pushed back or is not coming out in like two to three years later. But speaking of that, because this is going to be quite, quite, this, quite the story. I want to say beforehand that while I am, I'm not all the way for exclusive, exclusive content. I'm also not all the way for 
I'm also not all the way for not having exclusive either. I'm on the fence with that. I'd say in order to have an exclusive, you must have an incentive for that exclusive. For, for that, if, in order to have an exclusive game, you have to have a an incentive as to why that game is exclusive and why it is so great. And a lot of the, a lot of the, for, uh, let me speak to me. If I look at it, if I look at a game that's exclusive to one particular platform, I have a criteria. It is story. You have to have a really good story. It has to be, it has to have replay value. Meaning I'll want to go back to it later on or right after I beat the game, whatever it is. It has to have some kind of re it has to have some kind of a replay value. It has to be innovative. It has to be something different from everything else that that everybody has ever played. It has to be different from everything that I've ever played before. You have to push the limits. I don't care about another another one of my criteria is I don't care about whatever agenda you're trying to push off. I don't care about that. I think a lot of people would 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 be able to speak to that too. These criterias are not always met with exclusive games. But if you tell me that your games are exclusive and you bring out something and it and it looks captivating and it's supposed to bring me to your to your platform, then that should stay on that platform. 100%. I believe that. You can kill me for it, I don't care. At the end of the day, it is it should stay on that platform if that is the platform that you that you uh that you have announced it for. Now, there is exceptions to this. I will say that if you have a system on PC, put it there because you can market yourself easy on PC as well as your as your original platform. I'm all for that. I'm totally all for that. I think PC players should be able to play games that are available on console. As long as as long as if it, it, as long as like Sony for instance, right? They have they have they now have a system on on PC that is marketed solely to PlayStation to anybody that wants to play PlayStation games, right? You will not find these games on Xbox Game Pass. You will not find them on Nintendo Switch or Google Stadia. It is exclusive to that, right? That is the exception. Now, Google Stadia has been out since 2019. They have had a grand total of, I believe this is about seven, seven exclusives. And I have this article pulled up because it, it, it really speaks to how the language in gaming is changing, right? Like we are now at the point in time in gaming where remakes and remasters get confused. And that is because that is the narrative that publishers put out. That is the narrative that they get to put out as long as well as like the mainstream, the mainstream games, media, everything like that. They get to create these narratives and then it causes a bunch of confusion amongst the communities where remakes and remasters get misconstrued with one another. Well, the same could be said for exclusives now in this article by PT. I want to say this is nine to nine to five Google. 
this article basically breaks that down a little bit. So, so far in 20, this, let's start with the article. So, so far 20, this is an old article, mind you. So I'm, I'm, I'm using this for the story at hand. I'm using this for the more recent story at hand. That's actually really, really, really big, right? So, so far 2021 has not been a great year for Google Stadia, especially with the shutdown of Stadia games and entertainment and therefore all efforts toward first-party exclusive games. Simultaneously, many of Stadia's exclusive titles are now leaving their exclusivity period and launching on other gaming platforms. When Stadia first hit the market in November 2019, it launched with an exclusive title, Guilt. In the ensuing year in change, Google helped bring over a dozen titles that either were fully successful to Stadia or were at least not available on any other console. Many of these games were branded as first on Stadia, which of course implies that they would be allowed to come over to other platforms at a later date. Other Stadia exclusive games like Outcasters have been branded as only on Stadia titles, which you would, which you think implies a permanent exclusivity. However, we've previously confirmed with Google that only on Stadia, is it is still only a timed exclusivity period. Last month, Google began winding down its Stadia games and entertainment division and with it with uh, and with it numerous ongoing efforts to create first party and second party exclusive games for the platform. At about the same time, many of Stadia's exclusive games are reaching one year since release which in many cases means their exclusivity period is up. And when they say many, they mean like seven, because I'm not going to be, I'm not going to lie to you. Like I, it's really hard to pay attention to a system that you hardly hear anything about. So hold on, hold on y'all. I might be wrong about this. So far, four of Google's Stadia's 13 fully exclusive games and three released it shared with PC have either already been released, re-released, or have been confirmed to launch on other platforms this year. This is back in 2021. So what is the story? Of course, we all know what the story is. If you're on Twitter, you already know what's going down. If you're not hiding under a rock or you don't pay attention to gaming news, you don't watch YouTube videos, you're never going to know about it. Because Google never really made themselves known as like Stadia. Google never really made Stadia known that much, at least at least in my algorithms. Anyway, I don't know about your algorithms, but mine, it never it never really popped up. So here we go. Google Stadia is shutting down next year. It's later than I expected to, to be honest, because whatever they were trying to do, but on, on initial launch, they had so many, so many problems. They had latency problems. They probably, I think they had some other problems too. I can't remember. I know, I know one of the big problems that I heard when Google Stadia came out was that there was a lot of latency. There was a lot of lag. There was a lot of choppiness in the game. And that's to be expected when you're talking about cloud because you're not actually physically gaming from the platform that you're gaming on. You're getting this from a server, uh, a server elsewhere so that's understandable that they didn't have that master but they've had two three years they have had three years now to master it's almost three years now to master this is crazy this is crazy so here's an article 
posted by Forbes talking about Google Stadia shutdown that's caused Stadia developer caught Stadia, uh, Google Stadia developers totally off guard. Now, I skipped a little bit ahead of this because, I mean, we already know what the shutdowns mean. They, they, they basically mean that Google Stadia wasn't all that great and all that successful. Part of that was Google Stadia, Google's fault. You did not, you did not press it. You didn't press your, your platform enough. Another thing I want to bring up before I read this article is that this is one of the problems that I had with Microsoft at one point was throwing around money and being on this high horse of I can buy everything that I want. Because if you go back to the past, it's easy to have money, but some of the stuff that you put out that you waste that money on, they weren't all that successful. And some of the stuff I liked, like Zoom, for instance, Microsoft brought out Zoom which was nice. I think though, I think one of the problems that the, one of the problems that it had was that it's competitor Apple with the iPod. It just had two totally different designs. Maybe it was, maybe it was the, the software. Maybe there was just more, more to offer on iTunes than there was on the zoom, um, zoom music place. Another, another thing that I can bring up is, a more recent shutdown a couple of years. Actually, I think it was last year, if I remember correctly. The the shutdown of Mixer. You can have all of the money that you want. Just because you 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 have a passion project and you want to put it out, it doesn't mean that it is going to it is that people are going to gravitate to it as much if it is not as appealing as as what you are trying to compete against. For Mixer, they have Twitch. Twitch is heavy in competition. And the only thing that can really crush it at this point, there's two things that can crush it, TikTok and YouTube. So with that being said, Google made a mistake. And sometimes you have to make mistakes in order for something, in, in order for you to get somewhere. However, you made a mistake, but now you have now you have a problem because your problem is is that you don't have anything for people to want to gravitate towards your platform with. One of the most popular titles on your platform is popular it's not as popular. It's still popular. But your most popular your most popular IP right now is Destiny 2. And there's not that many players on Destiny 2 on your platform as there would be on like an Xbox or a PlayStation. So to me, if that's your, if that's your, if that's one of your flagships, then you're sadly mistaken. Bringing back up exclusive, exclusive titles and why the thing, the language in gaming is changing and why it's so confusing is because now you have brought up yet another confusing subject, which I am very positive. It may not be within the next year. Maybe it'll be a couple more years. But now we're going to have the confusion of timed exclusivity, the difference between timed exclusivity and actual exclusivity. And you had a hand in this. And I will say PlayStation easily, pardon me, PlayStation easily had a hand in that as well. Because with them purchasing timed exclusive time exclusivity to certain games, certain content within games, 
that confuses things too. That allows the echo chambers that happen with fanboys everywhere, not just with PlayStation, but Xbox, Nintendo. Actually, Nintendo is not that bad. I haven't heard anybody like go off on Nintendo. I'm pretty sure they're out there, but I've, I, I, I rarely hear that. Any, any Nintendo fanboys coming out with all praise Nintendo and everybody is beneath Nintendo because Nintendo doesn't really have that echo chamber. But that kind of shit allows for the echo chambers to come and basically exist within these plat within the within the confines of the groups that are fans of these these platforms, right? And this is not helping. And now with the shutdown, developers are shocked because they didn't even know about the shot. They didn't even know about the shutdown. For all we know, this could be false, but I'm 99.9% sure this is all real. This is this has been confirmed. But even some of the employees at Google didn't even realize it. And developers are mad, and they're rightfully they 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 have every reason to be to be angry at at this. Because if you're gonna have people, if you're gonna have people developing for your platform, then you they need to be in the loop on a lot of things. They need to know whether whether or not they're going to be able to see another paycheck or not. They need to be able to know whether or not what they developed was, was a waste of time so that they can take their product, they can take their IP and go elsewhere. But when you don't tell your employees anything, it really creates such a hassle for the development team because now they're scrounging and scrambling around trying to figure out, well, we spent all this money on developing and uh, on developing and paychecks for people that have been developing these games for hours on end and day in a day. And it, it's just, it, it creates so many problems when you don't have the communication that you need within a company. So let's start this article called Google, Google Stadia shutdown has caught Stadia developers totally off guard. While it's a great and necessary move that Google has chosen to refund all the players, because that was another thing too. With the shutdown, they are planning to refund all of the games that were purchased and all of the all of the systems that were purchased or all of the equipment that was purchased, the hardware for their for their subscription services. That is one good thing that comes out of it. While it's great and necessary. Oh shit, holy fuck. While it's great and necessary, move that Google. Fuck, I think that's what's throwing me. (laughs) That's totally throwing me off. I'm reading this sentence, right? And it says, while it's A, great, and I keep skipping the A. My bad, I'm skipping the A. Anyway, while it's a great and necessary move that Google has chosen to refund all players, hardware, and software purchases through Google Stadia, ahead of the cloud gaming service shutting down, one thing they do not seem to have considered is the fa- the effect it has on developers who up until this very moment were still making games for the platform. It sounds like Google did not communicate anything about Stadia's pending shutdown to any developers, presumably to avoid leaks, but that has resulted in a lot of developers, big and small, being thrown into a lurch. The main group this has affected is a whole lot of indie developers who do not really have the resources to develop for extra platforms that are suddenly ceasing to exist. That's a lot of time and effort and money that could have been saved had they known it the, had they known this was coming. That's the thing, right? So if we look at this tweet, it looks like by Tom Vian, Tangled Tower 
was due to launch on Stadia in two days' time, and this article was the first I heard about the, about it shutting down. And then Rebecca Heinemann says, we have a title out coming out November 1st. Now we hear about this? This is crazy to me. This shutdown is going to have a lot of, we're going to see a lot of, we're going to see a lot of problems within the indie space. I've always said that indie titles were going to be the thing that if AAA couldn't get their shit together, that people were going to gravitate towards more because AAA, because AAA is already at the top. They're not as hungry as indie developers are. They're not as focused on what consumers want, what the consumer wants and what they don't want. As an example, EA saying that gamers don't really know what they want. And the problem with that is, is that we tend to prove their point sometimes, which is why I say we need to get a little bit more organized in, in some of our criticisms, right? But this right here, it explains a lot of, I, I can say it explains a lot of moves that Google has been making, especially with like YouTube gaming. YouTube gaming, uh, paying paying certain streamers to come to their platform to move from Twitch to their platform. It explains a lot why they've been changing, changing their main focus to fit live streaming for gamers on their platform. It explains a lot because if you're paying, if you have enough money to sustain a contractual agreement with a big time content creator, but not enough to sustain any changes that could be that 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 could help your stadia grow that shows that they didn't really have much faith in their stadia in their platform after a certain period of time now they had very they had no, they had millions of players they projected millions of players to be about this google about this this cloud streaming service in which case you're supposed to for the for the investors, right? But when investors start pulling out because they're looking at the numbers and they're saying that everything that they invested in was a waste of time, yeah, you're not going to have quite, you're not going to have the backing that you need. Also, you don't have exact, you don't have any exclusive titles that would actually bring people to your platform. Because say what you want, right? Exclusive titles actually does help. It does help make make certain platforms look more appealing to certain people. It just depends on it. It just depends on what the platform is, right? Like Nintendo had Mario Link. They had Mario Bros games. They had Link from The Legend of Zelda. They had Metroid, Samus. They had, they, they, those are the mascots. And the rest is up to, the rest is basically up to them on who, what third-party titles that they allow on their platforms and everything like that. So they have, they've had mascots like PlayStation came out. When PlayStation came out, it had Crash Bandicoot. It had, there was another title. Of course, there was like Tomb Raider. They had, they had a lot of mascots and Google Stadia didn't really have, even when Xbox dropped, right? Its main its main mascot was the Master Chief from Halo. And so with that being said, everybody that's dropped something had a mascot. Sega was Sonic. It, it, there's mascots. 
And you have to be cognizant of that kind of thing whenever you're thinking about dropping a dropping a system because those those mascots became iconic throughout the gaming years. You didn't have that though, Google. And so now you want people to gravitate towards something that they can play on other platforms. And then everything that you had that was exclusive, you gave up to other platforms. So what did you expect to happen? You can't have a successful, you cannot have a successful platform and without an exclusive title of your own to make it look more appealing and think that that's going to be okay. So anybody that's talking about exclusivity is all bad. It's not all bad. It's just, you have to know how to market it right. You have to know what you, what, what, um, what did what demographic what demographic of people that you're marketing to you have to understand what a mascot can do for your platform and google did not understand that so with that being said now developers are mad and a lot of these let's be real a lot of these indie developers they had a they they could have been the potential they could have been the potential mascot for google stadia believe it or not there are plenty of indie indie groups that become triple A that we probably will never we, we that we probably never even hear about because that's not what the publications talk about. Now you basically screwed over everybody that was an indie developer that took the time and effort to actually develop something for your platform. And now you have lost faith. Now you've lost trust. Because let's say they wanted to create a different Let's say they wanted to bring out a different platform, right? If they wanted to bring out a different platform to create games on, then it's not going to look as appealing to developers now because now you need to make things not only look appealing to consumers, but now you got to make things look even more appealing to developers. Why should we work for you if we're not going to have any communication on our, on your end? It doesn't make any sense for us to do that. Right? So now we got to go back to the, now we got to, when we as the developer has to go back to the drawing board and decide, well, what moves are we going to make? But to that, to that, I say, I want to shout out to all the developers that put forth their time and effort towards creating something for Google Stadia. I want to, I want to shout out to the time, the effort, the resources, all of the money that you put forth, the contractual agreements that you were probably under for Google Stadia to have timed exclusivity just to be shot to the wind, to never know that you are, you are about to lose your job, that you are about to get kicked to the curb. And it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame that Google could not handle that even better, but all of their moves now make sense. All of their moves make sense. Paying, paying content creators, paying big content creators to stream, to stream gaming. It makes sense now. You realize you couldn't sustain your, you realize you couldn't sustain your gaming platform. So what do you do? You go to the bigger creators to help, to help actually, to 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 market your bigger your bigger platform, which is YouTube, which has billions of viewers every day. So it all makes sense now. I think that what needs to really happen in the gaming space and in any, any form of entertainment is that people really need to start reading between the lines and putting those lines out for everybody else because you already know that these corporations are not about to do it for you. So with that being said, I wish you all the best. This isn't over for you. I'm pretty sure you can find a different platform. Like the AAA space is 
already is already began mobilizing all of their stuff off of stadia and helping to get anybody that was on the google platform onto their platform which is easy for them because they've they're well seasoned in this but google this looked like a passion project for you just like just like what microsoft did with like the zoom it, or, or mixer it looks like a passion project and you just threw everything to the wayside just because it wasn't successful well if it wasn't successful maybe you needed to invest more into it but I wish you all the devs the best. I wish everybody the best. I hope you find the platform for you. I hope you become AAA developers, and I hope that you shut down anybody. You you shut it down. I hope you. I hope that you you that you uh, that you fuck shit up, not in a bad way. I, I'm hoping you come. I'm hoping you come into whatever whatever space that you go in, and you just you go you put in the work that you that the same work that you put in for Google, and I hope it's a, a success. With that being said, I'm going to cut this episode here. This has been another episode of the Alicast. Again, if you want to find me anywhere else, there'll be links in the description below for my YouTubers. You can also listen to this on on Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts. You can also find me on Patreon where I'll be doing the extra content every other week for for any uh, for any topics that we don't talk about. Some of it will be educational, so I'm hoping that it'll 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 help you all as well. Uh, I'm also going to be I'm also, also, if you want to, if you want to buy the merch, of course, like this beanie here for anybody that all of my YouTube viewers that see the beanie, if you want to, if you want to check out the beanie, you can go to the, to the store below in the, in the description below. And if you want to talk about any of the, any of the subjects that we talked about today, you can find me on Twitter. The Twitter link is in, in, in the description below. I made sure that I put it down there this time because every time that I say that I'm not going to put it down there, I always Every time I say that I'm going to put it down there, I never put it down there. So there you go. It's down there for you all. If you want to, if we, if you want to have a, a long drawn out discussion about it, we can definitely do that. But until next time, it's you all have a great week. Remember work hard and don't work too hard. And if you do make sure you get paid for it. I'll see you next time. Peace.